Grace to you and peace from the one who was, the one who is, and the one who is to come, even our coming Advent King, Jesus Christ. Amen. Comfort comes in many different forms. There's comfort food, if you're in the right part of the country. A lot of people talk about their comfort zone and oftentimes trying to push people out of their comfort zone. There, when the weather gets cold, as it is now, are down comforters to place in our bed so that we might find ourselves comfy and warm. There's the comfort a mother gives to a child frightened by the dark. The comfort offered by family and friends. And I'd probably be remiss if I didn't mention southern comfort also. But none of these, none of these types of comfort even come close to expressing the comfort that Isaiah speaks of in our text. Isaiah's comfort is far different. For when other comforts fade, Isaiah's remains, breaks in, and brings eternal peace. Now for comfort to actually work, something has to be wrong. We don't comfort others when nothing's wrong. No one ever comforts someone who's happy and joyful. We don't comfort someone who just won a new sports car. And we don't comfort the student with the 4.0 or the professor who just had his new tome published by a prestigious publisher. No, we reserve comfort for when something's wrong, for when there's a problem. We comfort when people are grieving or sorrowful, when they're lost or forlorn, when they're in need, when something of some sort is amiss. And so also Isaiah. When Isaiah speaks words of comfort in our text, there's plenty of things that are amiss. Israel's trust has been misplaced, placed in all kinds of places besides Yahweh where it didn't belong. Hezekiah has pretty much sold the farm, shown everybody what there is to have and how they can get it, and indicating that his trust is in those things. And Yahweh, through Isaiah, has just said, well, just wait, because of that, things are going to get worse. Judgments pronounced, warfare and destruction have now arrived, and Israel will find itself in captivity in Babylon. The people to whom Isaiah speaks, however, might expect more condemnation than comfort. But when Isaiah's mouth is opened and he speaks the word from Yahweh, it is comfort that Isaiah offers. Isaiah speaks and the people hear that their warfare now is ended. Their sin and their iniquity is pardoned. And why these things? Because Yahweh is coming to shepherd his people. Isaiah, like John the Baptist after him, is pointing forward. Pointing forward through crooked places in the wilderness to the coming Christ. To the good news that as Christ brings his recompense, he brings also his reward. 
that his mighty arms will accomplish great things. Stretched across the tree of the cross, they will close together to draw his people to his own bosom, to himself. Comfort for Israel. So what about us? Well, things are amiss among us also. For in the midst of this Advent season, we're probably not all like Hezekiah. In fact, we're probably more like him than we might like to admit. Spending time comforting ourselves with all the wrong things. Our wealth, at least as a nation perhaps, even if not members of this particular community. Our might, our status, the number of friends on our Facebook or MySpace page, and all kinds of other things with which we ought not be comforting ourselves, the comforts, as it were, of our sinful behavior. Indeed, there is something amiss, both in our need to be comforted and in the manner in which we comfort ourselves. When Christine Daae rips the mask off the face of the Phantom of the Opera and exposes the abhorrence underneath, the tirade which comes from the Phantom's mouth is, Damn you! Curse you! Now you cannot ever be free. When the word of God's law exposes our sin, we might expect the very same. Much as Israel might have expected. But that isn't what we receive. That's what Christ received on our behalf. And what we receive is the very same word of Isaiah speaking to us. Comfort. Comfort. Comfort in the forgiveness of sins. Comfort in life and salvation accomplished by Christ. Comfort in words at the font of in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Comfort gathered into the bosom of the church as we're fed and nourished by the comforting word of Christ in his very body and blood for us. Yes, to us, Isaiah, and even more so Christ himself, speaks comfort the one whose advent we now celebrate, the one whose second advent we, with eager expectation, anticipate, speaks comfort to us. Comfort of the forgiveness of our sins, comfort of the peace in the new Jerusalem, the comfort of himself, the very comfort of Christ. Comfort may come in many forms, but today, comfort comes to us from God himself in the person of his Son. And while no other comfort can truly, ultimately be comforting, we give thanks and praise to God that the comfort of his Son, the comfort which Isaiah spoke of to Israel and to us, is eternal and is truly comforting, for it is Christ Jesus, to whom be glory both now and forever. Amen.